this is a suno india production and you're listening to dear pari I'm Priya and I'm Rakesh. We are the hosts of Dear Pari, India's first narrative podcast on child adoption. Hello and welcome to season 2 of Dear Pari. This podcast is being brought to you by Suno India, a multilingual podcast platform for issues that matter. Dear Pari, when amma and i decided that we wanted to adopt we had to tick the boxes and we chose the 0 to 2 age category girl child and from anywhere in india and we did that because we too like many parents were apprehensive about adopting an older child when we came to meet you we saw a lot of children not just of your age but older children and wondered if they were up for adoption too when we inquired we were told that most parents choose 0 to 2 age group and a very few choose 2 to 4 years once a child turns 4 which is how old you are now the agency told us that it becomes almost impossible for the child to get adopted at least in india more than 80% of the parents choose 0 to 2 years out of fear of not bonding missing out on the child's early days the trauma that the child might have undergone etc to discuss these apprehensions and to understand why disruptions often take place in older kids our reporter vaishali spoke to radha nagesh a member of karnataka state council for child welfare and volunteer counselor for over 20 years at viveka center for emotional support in her experience as counselor she talks about how trauma can be handled the role of foster care and the need for support from kara to promote adoption of older children so one of the things that you work on as a counselor is about disruption of adoption of the older kids can you tell us more about that uh, older children placements uh, uh, has gone up last couple of years from the time the system changed in our country um as a counselor i am seeing that the parents are not prepared enough the children are not prepared enough so when we say preparation it is not only about adoption the parents need to understand where these children come from they need to understand what uh, what what is what could have been the background of these children so uh, parents need to understand that children come with their own little invisible suitcase you know the suitcase generally contains uh, fear they have loss they would have experienced uh, grief so we need to keep all these things in mind when the child is joining us through adoption we need to be aware of um, you know minor behavioral changes as to what is it that is leading the child to behave this way could there have been a trigger for instance 
even as even a catch up can be a trigger it can be it can be a reminder of what the child would have seen what the child would have witnessed so as parents we really really need to be vigilant and uh, catch all the small um, behavioral so called you know uh, alterations so what i generally tell the parents is uh, pause think and uh, try to understand what is the meaning behind this uh, any any particular behavior uh, uh we we need to be aware that the children are missed out on a lot of things we need to be aware that the child would have uh, undergone some kind of a trauma in his or her life so once a parent is aware of that how you tackle the issue do you need to take external help can you with your extended family you know reach out to the child or would it help to be in touch with more parents you know and form your own little support group It not be a large group can be just four five families meeting frequently uh, talking about adoption talking about where the child came from because with older children it's not going to be a secret any which ways do you think the onus is being placed too much on these children who are being adopted to adjust quicker so there is uh, definitely a lot of pressure on children uh, especially older children who go into adoption uh, when it comes to adjustments parents really feel okay it has been a month it's been a couple of months now that we know each other you know so these are the things that's expected out of you but uh, what we typically call is a honeymoon period the first 2 3 months the child also behaves quite well and feels that okay you know this is something fancy this is something new for me the experience is new people are new and then there is a void and then everything comes down for the child the child starts missing the institution the child starts missing his uh, uh, peer the child the child could have been reminded of his own uh, uh, birth parents birth family and then there is sadness there is anger there is this why me why am i going through all these things so parents need to be a little uh aware that these things might come up at a different stage 3 months or 6 months or a year what i generally feel and what works the best is to be in touch with more parents who have adopted older children it really helps to hear uh, others stories um one it it throws a lot of light on Uh, on the fact that each child's life each child's journey is very very unique we cannot have a standard procedure and say this is how children are going to behave from this age to this age and this is what you need to do you as a parent need to understand what the child's needs are why is the child behaving ask yourself what is the meaning behind this behavior uh, is there something uh, that has been a trigger in the family it could be anything it could be like i said uh, you know a, the the a train going behind maybe the child was left in the train so that could be a big trigger for the child maybe the child was abandoned uh, in the uh, in pitch dark in the middle of the night so night times could be really uh, you know painful for the child we have had cases where children cry and cry and cry throughout the night they don't want to be touched they don't want to be hugged they want to be left alone just be there just be there in that moment with the child just assure the child that 
you don't need to use big words you just need to say i'm there for you i'm there for you i'm there for you and you'll see that the child changes over a period of time we parents need to show a lot of patience they need to be available it was their decision anyway to build their family through adoption so they really really need to be there for the child at times we get to see the challenges at times we don't um, challenges generally what parents talk about is uh, challenges in the school acceptance in the school as an older child um so how do you go about educating the society it helps to and this has worked very well with the parents you know to before your child joins you uh, have a small get together at home if it is if it is if you are in a colony or just let your extended family know that your child is going to be joining soon and you really don't know the age but the child could be you know 3 2 years or 4 years or 8 years so others educate them keep them involved let it not come as a shock because once the child comes home you may probably have someone asking very uh, you know uh, insensitive questions to the child the child may not have answers for everything so prepare your child be prepared and you prepare yourself in that buggy um, one another important factor is um, to to spend a lot of time with the child in the institution before the parent thinks of bringing the child home if possible please don't go to bring your child with a return ticket you know it helps to be there in that place however small it is make arrangements for yourself hang in there with the child have a meal with the child so that when the child 20 years from now you can you can talk about that first meal that you had together and that's going to be very pleasant for the child mm. uh, send small videos uh, even before you read so that the child knows uh, who is going to come to see him or see her you know please do take uh, your uh, cousins or younger children of that particular age so that children you know um, it becomes easier for the child who's going to join you to to know that there are going to be more children in the in the in the family within the family or the extended family and and they bond well they bond better with younger children they feel wanted they feel yeah okay fine i mean uh, so many people have come to take me and there is this little kid with whom i can play so there is that connect and can you also tell us a bit about the trauma these children face how does it impact them yeah um children we who who are in the institutions we we have no idea what they would have witnessed number one it's something we need to keep in mind i'm talking very specifically of older children at times there are records at what age they uh, they would have joined the institutions at times there are no records you know unfortunately it has also happened that children older children are moved from one institution to the other institution because they are overage in one institution and uh, you know so the transfer happens when the transfer happens the files go at times the story doesn't go the story doesn't get transferred from institution to other institution uh, we need these are the lacunas we really need to work on this as a team yes we are working with the social workers as to how to have a continuity so that any adoptive parent 
who comes and wishes to know more about the child everything is there now what typically uh, happens when there is no story which is uh, uh, the the child's story when the uh, other caretaker doesn't have is again like you know he or she is uh, groping in the dark they don't know what what is causing these behaviors they, if at all maybe the child has started bedwetting all of a sudden from one institution to the other and many times it happens that the child is ridiculed the child is shamed as you know you're 6 years 7 years old you're 8 years old how can you bedwet but what could be the reason behind that is the child missing the first place is the child missing is something happened with the child has there been abuse what is it that has caused all of this to come back so it really uh, needs intervention it really needs documentation um and your question about trauma uh, yes we had a case where uh, this sibling group who went into adoption into a beautiful family once they settled down after 3 4 months they learned the language they could communicate with the parents uh the older one told the told his mother that i want to tell you something there's a big secret i want to tell you and when the mother asked yes darling what is it he said you know my uh, uh i i saw my father you know killing my mother with a knife and this family was totally thrown off guard they had no clue as to how to react how to take it forward should they be with the child and tell the child listen that's your past be done with it you are not going to talk about it or should they talk to the institution will they be able to talk about this to their extended family they had no idea one good thing they did was when they themselves were going through this dilemma they got in touch with a social worker who in turn got in touch with me and said how do we handle this situation no big deal at times you just need to give a hug you don't need to be a psychologist or a you know a trained counselor to handle such the child is um revealing something that has been buried in his heart he is doing that because he feels he can trust you because he knows you know you're there for him no matter what so it does happen children start talking after uh, you know when when they feel that they are comfortable in the home when they feel this person this adult can be trusted because they would have lost trust on adults when they witness all these kind of um, things in front of them, especially murder and you know um, just be there just hang in you have to just say yeah uh, yeah i understand what you have gone through it must have been very painful we are there now to care for you we are there now to protect you you know as the child grows the child may want to talk about it a little more and uh, the parents need to reach out uh, you know age appropriately there was also this case where um, this child at the age of 6 went into a home and um, a week 10 days was okay but then she started um, there was a lot of anger there was rage she started throwing things around uh, she's she she would beat her mother she would spit on the mother and it was just too much for the parent to handle the parents understood that there is something the child is trying to communicate through her behavior they got in touch with a social worker and went a little more deeper 
she was she was this child was moved from one institution to the other so they went deeper to find out what exactly happened with this child and uh, they got to know that the child had witnessed a similar case where the father had thrown kerosene on the mother and you know had uh, put her on fire he walked out of the room leaving the room with her younger sibling and the mother burning and screaming for uh, help and uh, in pain the children were locked in the room for two days so it, it is complex trauma it takes a lot of time to get out of it these kind of children need a lot of therapy lot of hand holding lot of love and affection to come back to the so called uh, you know normal behavior so we need to keep all these things in mind when we are actually stepping out to bring our older children the silver lining is children heal very very fast you know they are highly resilient they jump back within within a short span with with tender care and love and affection so my humble request to parents is um, uh, be informed you know talk to parents try to uh, understand what trauma the child could have gone through and um, you know and be a better parent would foster care be a better fit for some children uh, our country is not still geared up for foster care like it how how the way it happens in other western countries yes of course for older children foster care is an amazing option uh, but there needs to be a, a whole lot of homework to be done you know how identifying families is the biggest challenge in our country to uh, to have uh, to have them take children into foster care so i think i think each state is working on it each state is working with their own guidelines but it's just a question of uh, time uh, before we have a very healthy and a successful foster care uh, program introduced foster care uh, guidelines are under progress it may take maybe another couple of months time before it is out and uh, we really start the program very seriously in karnataka okay you had earlier said that one of the things with regards to older children and adoption that just isn't taking place is monitoring the family after adoption why is this monitoring important and what are some of the things that you have seen due to the absence of the monitoring what kind of support is available for parents who adopt older kids and also for their kids themselves monitoring of older children adoption isn't happening the way it needs to be happening you know we uh, the state needs to do a lot of work on this we need to uh, have continuous social workers training so that they can handle this uh, um after you know placement monitoring and uh, unfortunately we don't really have uh, infrastructures which and uh, mental health professionals to reach out uh, to uh, you know older very specifically older children adoption related issues i don't say all older children adoptions have issues but but we need to be 
aware as a parent uh, the, uh, that there are chances of issues when it comes to academics because children have missed out the early uh, ages of their life they have missed out on the stimulation they have missed out on uh, proper uh, schooling but there could be related issues over a period of time these children really really come up and they are there like any other typical child so that little extra hard work needs to be going there um, from the parent side from the society we don't have that kind of awareness so yes i mean a whole lot of work has to be done outside the adoption fraternity by the uh, other stakeholders like you are doing so no india yeah is kara providing any support to encourage this and other states themselves well equipped to handle the scenario older uh, kids adoption and um, when we talk of support we are talking of uh, you know uh, professionals we are talking of counselors we are talking of mental health uh, people you know which uh, is a is a big question mark in our country uh, you know not only the state but overall we really need more people who can understand uh, adoption and especially older children so kara specifically is not providing any as of now any um, support or did i uh, as far as my knowledge goes they don't have any program for older children specifically mm. but uh, at the state level yes few of us are working very closely with the with karnataka state and we do have uh, frequent um, Uh, parents get togethers we have uh, where even the children are there we talk about adoption we talk about and we allow the children also to express their feelings so at, and in karnataka yes we are doing we are doing a fairly a good job thank you for listening to this episode of dear pari for more updates do check out our newsletter you can subscribe to it on snowindia.in As independent producers, we rely a lot on your support. So please contribute on our support page at sunoindia.in. As always, I would like to thank Team Suno India for their support in putting together these episodes. Rakesh Kamal, our production lead for editing; Tarun Nirwan, our digital lead for technical support; Kunika Balotra and Vaishali Pandian for research and reportage; Vikul Rao of Indian Ocean for original music; and Priyanka Kumar for the incredible artwork. Subscribe to Kino India.